In this episode, join Donna Austin as she interviews Rhonda Korahiki. Hi, it's Donna Austin here. Um, I'm just interviewing Rhonda Kurahiki from one of our Spark Leaders. So how are you today, Rhonda? I'm well, thanks, Donna. And yourself? Good, thank you. Awesome. Okay, so um, first thing, would you like to tell me a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, my association with Telecom Spark spans 30 years. I started when it was still a government department, um, and then I left to go and do my OE, and I came back in the early 90s. And um, in that time, I have performed a number of different roles, um, and it's where I got my first opportunity to move into a leadership role. Nice. And how did you get that start in your leadership role? Um, well, when I came back in 1991, when um, it had moved into telecom, uh, I worked for uh, one of the general managers who was heading up the engineering community uh, and he gave me my first chance to move into a leadership role. He obviously saw something in me that I hadn't seen because at that time I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I'd just come back from my OE. Um, And when I reflect now on that opportunity, it was actually quite uh, groundbreaking for a man to offer a woman an opportunity to take on a leadership role because if you think about the diversity back then it was very much all male yeah and so for me that that uh, person that gave me that chance was really future um, focused yeah awesome that's so cool what is a key moment for you in your leadership journey uh, so moving into the diversity and inclusion role um, has helped me realize that I actually landed my dream job Uh, It's a position that has allowed me to bring all of my strengths that I've learnt over the years uh, to the table and to achieve some major outcomes for the company that has benefited a number of people, everyone. Absolutely, yeah. And what would your top tip be to women who are looking to activate their leadership careers? Look, I think um, it's really important to be intellectually curious. I think that women who uh, aspire to leadership roles should be able to ask questions without any fear of feeling that it was a dumb question or not you know because there are no dumb questions i think it's important that they challenge opinions um, in a respectful manner and for me being courageous will certainly send you a long way um, into your leadership journey yeah and what about self-discipline How has this influenced your leadership experience? I think being self-disciplined requires a lot of practice, um, but when that's used wisely, it will make you definitely a better leader. Uh, Others will respect you and your ability to absorb information and act appropriately as a result of that self-discipline. So knowing when to speak up and the impact that what you're doing is going to have a far greater um, positive outcome as a result. Yeah. Um, what's your secret method? I mean, mean, what are the three leadership principles that you've discovered and executed that have contributed to your success? Um, look, I think it's really important to be respectful of others. Um, even if you disagree, uh, it's important that everyone is given the opportunity to express themselves. Uh, I think it's important to be an effective communicator 
Um, so when you want to articulate a message, it's important that you do it in a manner that everyone's going to understand and get the message. And the third thing that's always worked for me is um, being an effective listener. Because until you can absorb information, uh, you're not going to be able to um, achieve the right results if you've not got the right messages. Yeah. So listening, yeah. communicating and being respectful. Nice. And what would you say has been your greatest accomplishment? Uh, I've been really lucky. I've, um, you know experienced a lot of success over the years because of the people that I've had to work with, you know, so much talent in this organisation. Um, but I think my greatest accomplishment has been leading out on the diversity inclusion programme. I've seen a significant change in our cultural behaviour as a result and I think it's because of the people being given the space to grow their own mindsets. Um, so that they feel comfortable bringing their absolute best version of themselves to the office. Yeah. And I think that's quite widespread throughout Spark um, across the country. Absolutely, I agree. Office. I agree. It's been amazing. It's yeah, so great. awesome. Yeah. And what has been your greatest failure and what did you learn from it? Oh, I think my, one of my greatest failures was um, when I was very early in my leadership uh, development roles. Um, I discovered that one of my employees had been stealing money uh, from the company through misuse of um, the company credit card. And the sad thing about it was I sort of felt that there was something going on, but I chose to, you know, to ignore it and turn a blind eye um, because I trusted that person and I wanted to believe nothing but good about them. Yeah. Um, it was a significant amount of money. so. And sadly, it all came um, to the surface and we had to um, release that individual. And it was quite a horrible experience, but it was one that I had to go through to become a better leader. And as a result, you know, the greatest learning from that was to, um, you know, go with your gut feel. Yeah. Don't turn a blind eye. Um, and to question things when things aren't, don't seem right. Yeah, that's really good. Um, can you please talk to me about execution and what do you do to ensure that your st strategic plans actually become a reality? Um, I think this goes back to the other three principles I talked about. So the key with execution is to ensure that everyone involved knows exactly what their role is and where they need to play. Yeah. Um, uh, it's that constant communication, especially as closer you get to launch date. It's testing everything prior to execution. It's a daily communication. It's um, having backup plans uh, in case things don't go right. Um, but most of all, just having a presence during um, the launch so that your people know that you've got skin in the game, that you're prepared to be there with them um, as as things are unfolding and if a decision has to be made, you're there to make the right call with their help. Yeah. So I think it's really important to be visible as well. Okay, yeah. Um, and what do you do to take care of your staff? Uh, it's, you know, for me it's really important that you have the basics done properly, that you 
have one-on-one -on -one conversations, regular one-on-one -on -one conversations with your staff, it gives them the opportunity to be open and honest about what's working for them and what's not, and as well as me being able to share some of the things that I've seen um, and how people are perceived. I think it's important to have that honest uh, conversation. Um, but I also think it's important that we recognise uh, milestones and um, celebrate you know really key important things like recognition of really good performance yeah uh, i think all of those things they're simple but they're really effective when they're done authentically yeah yeah and what are the keys to developing the next generation of leaders in your world um look i think it's a fantastic time for um, people to start developing their leadership qualities, I think it's important that they remain current with technology and that they um, understand how external disruptors can impact a business, um, whether it's their business or the, or the company that they're working for. So adopting and understanding innovative ways of working um, would also be an attribute that you know would take them a long way. Yeah. Uh, once again, don't be afraid to take risks learn from it if we fail and just move on quickly um, yeah. they're all things that will help you become more aware and conscious as a leader nice okay how do you continually continually build your relationships with your staff peers and your leaders um so i like to think i'm quite an approachable person yeah. and so and i'm you know, obviously an extrovert so building relationships for me it, comes quite easy um, it's, but it's about understanding what's really important to your peers um, creating that bond uh, in a professional meaningful way yeah. will help break down some of the barriers um, open up the communication channels and a whole massive opportunity to learn and grow from each other yeah yeah. Um, and I'm a true believer in that whole reverse mentoring, you know, that I can learn something from the millennials and hopefully they can learn something from me. So yeah. it's a win-win yeah. as well. I don't think we do a lot of um, peer learning no. from each other. To be... I know. And I think that's yeah. a failing on us in a, in a, indirectly because, one, we're all, all so busy. Yeah. But I do think that if you take a step back and make the time, then we'll be better yeah, because we'll result. all start growing. Yeah. 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 And there'll be yeah. things that you know which, you know, would value my life greatly and yeah. vice versa, you know. And the thing yes. is I what I what I see is that um, you might think, Oh no, what could I possibly tell Rhonda that would be any value? You'd be really surprised. Okay. Your technical knowledge um, would certainly help yeah. um, in the future if you share it with yeah. others. Yeah, thank you. And lastly, family. What do you do to keep your family the number one priority? Ah, so my family are my world. Um, they've grown up now, but when we do get together, it's really important that I'm present with them. Uh, so it means that all distractions are switched off or ignored um, because you only live once and you're never going to get that time back again. Yeah. And it's so important that you create memories 
for them yes. and for yourself because yep. it makes makes you more connected. Yeah. Um, and as you know, being Māori, um, for me, that's a really important factor of my yeah. life and what, what makes me the person I am today. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're amazing. Oh, thanks, you are Donna. so amazing. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Global Women Activate Leadership Participant Donna Austin interview Aronda Karahiki. If you enjoyed this interview, please listen to others from this season under the Global Women Activate Leadership 2019 banner.